podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season two, episode 15, Two Turntables and a Microphone. Did you go listen to the song yet? I have. Oh my goodness. Um, so this week, um, we uncovered that, I guess, listeners have been leaving us reviews, which is awesome. And we thank you for that. Um, we're sorry we didn't know how to find those sooner. Um, but one of the reviews suggested that my sound quality is crap. So, womp, womp. actually, but the review was from March. So I'm hoping anybody listening, please give us some feedback. I got, uh, we record from our phones because we're not really that fancy. And I got a new phone. So maybe it has better sound quality. I hope. And if not, please seriously let us know. Um, I'll look at investing into some sort of other equipment. I don't want it to sound terrible. Um, we are both on iPhones though, which is odd that mine sounds crappy and yours does not. I don't Clearly, know. The Apple gods have chosen sides here. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean pretty cool. Like we didn't know we could even get reviews. So mm-hmm um that was interesting i mean i just clearly i am more behind the times with technology than i might like to admit same Uh, but make some of that stuff like readily available i guess either um i also want to give out a couple more shout outs while we're at it uh welcome algeria to the podcast welcome uh country number 32 listening which i asked um my phone assistant who i shall not name by name um to how many countries are there in the world turns out there are 196 countries uh which i don't know for some reason it was way more than that but 100 really i thought there was less Oh, uh, 196 is the official answer so we have 32 countries listening which equates of the world listening to our podcast. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should just find another four more countries so we can round it out to an even 200. I I would love it. Uh, (laughs) The OCD in me is like, we need 200 countries. Yes, yes. Um, Let's break it up. Like on Family Guy, there's Petopia where he makes his own. Mm -hmm. We'll just own country and have our own little piece of land. I'm down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So we had Mother's Day here uh, in the U.S. this past weekend. And I gotta be honest, the weather Saturday was crappy. Sunday was kind of okay. But this week we're having here in Ohio is dreamy weather-wise. I know. I'm sitting outside right now. I don't want to be in the house. It sounds very, you know, whitey. So I can hear, like, I'm in my head. Little birds maybe carrying a bow to your hair as we speak. (laughs) I'm Um, waiting to find that rabbit that ravaged my garden. Poor Sarah. So, okay. Sarah, weeks back, planted lots of little garden seeds indoors. Got them just germinating and growing and doing their thing and it was time this past weekend to move them outdoors and plant them in her garden to which she did on sunday and well 
the local neighborhood we believe maybe rabbit yeah uh, i'm sure it probably is went to the sarah family buffet uh garden there and ate everything that she planted all the stuff stick- <laughs> it's terrible because it's like such a i don't know a layer of love gardening is definitely like hard work yeah i'm hoping that they grow back a little bit or at least some of them stuff i don't know maybe i'm just hoping they didn't get to the roots maybe some more of it will grow back yeah and it's early so i'm hoping you're right too that if like if i guess if you couldn't see like that it was ripped out down to the roots maybe they'll just still grow maybe they just ate some little top leaves no biggie but yeah i mean that was quick because you just planted them Mm -hmm, on sunday on mother's day (sighs) you live and learn i guess and we'll have to figure out something else for next year (laughs) i suppose under like a lock and key i'm gonna get you a greenhouse or something for your <laughs> i might need one <laughs> I might. Greenhouse in the backyard nothing to see here nothing to see the city will be like you got a permit for that yeah yes they will i see <laughs> a 6.4 inches tall did you right. check the food uh, especially mm-hmm. your, your city is like a small mafia um for real the way that they operate their stuff they're pretty hardcore um yeah i don't know i this weekend also kind of wung wung it on myself on a new pattern uh i guess i shouldn't say it's a new pattern because i wung it so i threw like 48 stitches on with regular worsted yarn which i freaking despise if somebody wants to if anybody listening wants to make me a deal I will trade you bags upon bags of worsted yarn in every color your heart could desire for maybe just a bag or two and some chunky or super heavy yarn in return. I hate worsted weight. But anywho, I needed a scrunchie. Um, mm-hmm. are all the rage again these days. Uh, they're coming back hard. I wear scrunchies all the time. All the time. Um, I laughed dropping Gatlin off at school this morning. I kid you not, there was a girl walking up to the school and it was like a flashback of an exact outfit I had in probably like ninth or tenth grade. <laughs> it was some blue like men's fit plaid pajama pants because why wouldn't you wear pajama pants to school? Um, and then like a gap navy blue hoodie just said gap on the front and then some princess leia buns and i i'm gonna work on finding the picture because i swear to you on all things holy there is a picture of me in that exact outfit and this is what this girl was wearing this morning to where i was like wait a minute is someone messing with me like what it's i mean it was weird and i know that they say it comes full circle uh this was my moment i guess it it definitely has the 90s have made quite the return was that the thing Wear those butterfly clips and nobody would even question you. I I love them. <laughs> the thing when you were in school, people wearing pajama bottoms to school? Yes. It was when I was in school also. Uh, but my mom would have none of it. I I was not allowed to wear the pajama pants my- to school. <laughs> like, say, the fuzzy type uh-huh. pants. But if they were like the plaid men's kind, I'm not sure why that was different. Um, she did let us wear those. I distinctly recall my first day of sixth grade. I had on 
um, some plaid pants, but I also decided that year, I don't know what was wrong with me. You just go through phases in middle school. Mm -hmm. um, my phase that year was I brought these like Kelly green Puma like skater shoes. I was not a skater in, in the slightest hint of the word. <laughs> uh, I wore them with everything and they were big and gawky and like suede. They were like a Kelly green suede with oh. like the white Puma thing on them. I don't know what the hell mom was thinking of let, letting me doing that, but uh, man, those were the times, but yeah, pajama pants were a thing. Um, Crocs weren't really around then. So, you know, flip-flops or slippers everybody wore a lot of and I had to be ridiculous and always have slippers that were like ginormous hello kitty feet or you know something super loud and obnoxious like that we weren't allowed to wear anything open-toed to school that was oh. the school's rule not my like that wasn't my mom's policy but oh we had um I did my high school years all four years in Pennsylvania eastern PA and it was very uh, liberal and open, not in the political sense. So don't even try me, people. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Everybody in my high school just kind of got along and loved everybody. And uh, like, you could wear midriffs to school. You could have facial hair. You could have tattoos. Shoot, there was a section in the yearbook, like, best tattoo. We um, did have that. Yeah, which was crazy because I don't think anybody was really even old enough. Shirt <laughs> that I wore to school, and again, I just sometimes I would never let Remy go out to school like this. But I guess times are different. But the shirt was like a tank top that it wasn't like a spaghetti strap, but say it had like an inch wide strap up top, and it was kind of fitted in the bodice area, and then loose and straight down in the front. Red shirt, mm -hmm. right? The back. All that was covered would be what would cover, like, your bra connecting. The rest was wide open in the back with one string that tied together in a bow. About mid to lower back area. But the rest of that was all just open. Open skin. That to school all the time with no problem, no questions from the teachers. Like, it was, it was bad because school in Ohio up until we moved, which would have been, you know, for me, kindergarten through eighth grade pretty pretty tight rules like you know put your hands down and I know our chair skirts couldn't go above the tip of your middle finger if your hands were straight down at, like your thighs um no spaghetti strap tank tops no you know just a lot of more detailed rules I guess than Pennsylvania has Pennsylvania's just letting you they're just happy if you show up to school they don't care what you're wearing per se yeah um well when I went my junior and senior year to the career center, um, we had uniforms oh. that we had to wear. And then, but before that, like we had regular dress codes, but like, like liberal, you know what I mean? You had to like, I don't think that your skirt could be more than two inches above your knee. Um, I did have, <laughs> I had a couple skirt infractions, but that's honest because I have really long legs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It's a struggle because she is similar with the long legs. And so, like, shorts that might look like no shorts on anybody else on her are, like, 
Look at that girl with the Daisy Dukes on. And she's eight, so I'd rather mm -hmm. anybody not be looking at her. You know what I mean? So I've been like, yeah, we've been finding the Bermuda type shorts, like the athletic, almost as if you were to cut leggings off and sew them at the mid mid to lower thigh level. Mm -hmm. um, and they fit more like normal shorts on her legs. So yeah. we've been doing that. But yeah, it's the struggle is real there. I feel yeah, I've personally at a whole five foot four inches here never really had that struggle, but I hear tall people with long legs do. <laughs> All of my shorts are they're either booty shorts or they're like these crazy shorts. <laughs> like <laughs> why? <laughs> There's no in between. And but the weird okay. Another thing from the 90s that's coming back that I wish wouldn't. There was a girl at baseball last night. And I say girl. She was probably in high school. Maybe a little older. I don't know. Probably in high school. Had on like the boyfriend maybe cut jean style that were like not quite hammer pants. But definitely loose in the legs. Like a wide leg almost. Um, And then had on like. A midriff top and I'm not a fan of any of that look mm -mm. no wide legs no thank you legs are wide enough without any assistance with this pants uh, I just don't know about midriff tops <laughs> you know like um we go on vacation it's 9,000 degrees I might wear like say a sports bra and some leggings around the house where we are I mm -hmm. would not, however, really step out of the house so much in that. I would throw on a tank top or something else. Like, or all these, like, I, I don't know. I'm especially not a fan of midriff tops on anybody under the age of 18. I feel right. like it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. Well, and I'm just always concerned about who are you trying to portray and who are you trying to portray it to? Because there's a lot of people who right yeah. wrong or indifferent situation for you that you don't want to necessarily be in and I think that I'm also a mom of boys and quite frankly like I just don't want those girls around my boys <laughs> quit showing yourself off well and yes I've tried to really teach that to Remy even though she is only eight she's getting to the age where like some, I'm using air quotes that no one can see, friends yeah. might be allowed to wear belly shirts or different things. And cool, like, what I always just tell her is, like, that's not my kid. So, you know, I don't know. But what we're going to do is, you know, treasure our bodies and we're going to respect them. And everybody to each your own. You know, you want to do your thing. Like, I have no issue. But my kid, this is how we're handling it for now. And... I mean, I remember going through a phase, I thought I was super badass back in the day because I had these gold guest denim shorts and they were like, I shouldn't even say gold, they were like our co-worker's favorite color, yellow, um, like a mustard. Oh, okay. Um, but they were like a denim mustard yellow jean short with a five button fly from guess, which I oh, love it. And then the matching guest shirt was like a sleeveless collared button down shirt, but it was like a midriff that had like the two little tails you tie in the middle. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I thought I was the literal shit in that outfit. I was in like eighth grade and not really built for it by any means. I've never been small my whole life. 
So again, mom just let me go with it. But I was in eighth grade. I wasn't eight. Um, yeah. And even then, like I felt so kind of awkward. Like I'm just, I guess I'm just not not the type. Like two piece bathing suits have never really been my thing. But I've always been a bigger girl, so maybe that's why. But I don't know. I'm with you. No midriffs. No white. Well, yeah, I just it's concerning to me what who they're trying to look good for at that age and and why because I don't know at that age I wasn't thinking about looking hot for anyone <laughs> you know I was playing with my friends right or my imaginary friends and my Barbies and my dolls and mm-hmm. yeah I don't know that could have been the furthest thing from my mind so it makes you wonder like what's changed I feel like technology and everybody wanting to be like somebody. Um, yeah. So many influencers and TikTokers and different things. I don't know. These days, it's it's different. Something weird I was reading about uh, semi-local to us. Suppose there were an outdoor splash pad at like a county or municipality i kind of just want to get and i'm not like getting political on this i just want to get an honest opinion and i don't know if you've heard about this story yet it's been floating around on facebook but they've had a splash pad for kids Mm -hmm. it's the big thing i guess because it's like a lot of less risk than a pool but kind of the same style of benefit you know when it's really hot Mm -hmm. out whatever um yeah so they are updating a splash pad by adding an adult section of a splash pad. No, I don't like that. They're for kids. Well, great. And to me, I think it just invites like an open door for maybe adults that don't have good intentions to give them an excuse to be there. Right. Uh, well, and I think too, like muddy I know you're not, well and i know you're not supposed to bring all to the park and that kind of stuff but is that going to be a thing like are they going to be there like partying it up at the splash pad in front of these kids and right because anybody can put anything in a yeti cup you know what i mean I... Mm-hmm. crazy um i don't know i was just reading about it and it's i guess clearly stuck with me because i'm still thinking about it now but is that somewhere like possibly local that they're wanting to do that or is that just like it is yes oh okay um within counties okay um yeah no i don't like that it was not i mean i guess to my knowledge not really brought up like for discussion it was just like and groundbreaking look at what (laughs) this is what we're doing that's crazy Um, and who's gonna who's gonna separate the like who who's monitoring that who's going to separate the kids from the adult section and be like this is you know the kids section over here and this is the adult section over here it's just going to be a free-for-all all All adults yes i'm thinking even like teens or just people are different at what they let their kids go do without supervision and Mm -hmm. i don't know i I don't feel anything good coming out of any of it to be honest right Um, but okay so Change of gears. We are just a couple of months out now. I know that I'm not trying to wish away our summer, but we are about from our big festival that I am really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay. And I'm like, okay, so the scrunchie that I knitted, mm-hmm. I was thinking no. about scarecrow on it because that is the fall theme of the festival. Right. But then I don't know, is that stupid? Because if somebody's wrapping it up and putting it in their hair, it's not going to look like a scarecrow. It's more for like, if you were going to wear it on your wrist, it would look like a scarecrow. Or should I just make plain different colors all in a day? Maybe make a few of each. Okay. I mean, I don't think they all have to either have a scarecrow or not have a scarecrow. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe some different colors. I don't know. It didn't take long. I got it done in like a day. So uh, for me, oof, that's pretty swift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm just trying to think... I just want to have enough stuff done for when we go. Well, you're making pumpkins too, right? I've been making pumpkins. I made the scrunchy uh, prototype. I've been working on face scrubbies and dishcloths and washcloths. So I've got a variety of stuff going, but I'm just, I'm just slow. So there's not a lot of bulk. Like if someone were to say, I'll take 10 dishcloths, please. I'd be like, and we're closing up shop. I'm sold out. <laughs> Let me tell you this quick story about my dad. When my sister and I did um, this festival called Old Timers Days a couple years ago. So like 2019, because this is one of the last festivals that I did. Um, he came to stop out to see how we were doing. My sister does like the decal things with her cricket oh, yeah. machine. So she was doing like decals for people as they came up so my dad you know being the supportive dad that he is he comes and us and checks in on us and stuff and he's sitting in a lawn chair and this lady comes up and she is looking at some hats that I made and just out of nowhere he was like whatever however many she or however many you need she can whip them right up for you and I'm like no no <laughs> don't offer that because you know me I'm the type of person where I don't really care so much to do custom stuff like I like to just crochet what I'm feeling at the time and I was so afraid this lady was going to be like yes I'll take 50 pink hats <laughs> or something back in an hour pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like I was like no um I didn't say anything to him while she was standing there and then she walked away and I was like don't tell people that I said I really don't have time to be doing custom work because I still had um festivals booked for the next several weekends um you know christmas bazaars and fall festivals and things but that was i know it's 2019 because i haven't done that festival since then but um but i was like no i was like i don't have time (laughs) please don't tell people that do you say 20 she'll give you 30 (laughs) she'll give you a great discount um but yeah, but I know, I know that he was, you know, trying to be helpful and drum up some business, but I was like, no, please don't say, <laughs> I'm going to be like, here's some money, go get a hamburger or something, come back. Right. <laughs> the snow- He's getting hangry. You're saying crazy stuff. <laughs> go <get> something. <laughs> right. Right. Remy gets uh, hangry. I don't know if you remember. So when we... We put Remington in a pageant when she was like three. Sarah, they went up, and we are 100% not any sort of the word of pageant moms. 
we'd never done this before and like it was it was crazy because there was a lot of actual pageant moms there that i don't know she won she won grand mm -hmm. supreme she won best hair uh we were like the underdog what was the rich strike is that who it was for kentucky dirt yes uh Ugh. yes she strike of pageant land nobody saw her coming and she killed it but by the time they gave out the awards she was just disgusted and hungry and like not having it everybody that they called an award she would make like a mouthy comment about and she was only three like not her again she gets another award i'm like okay <laughs> calm down but um i don't know so i totally i get the hangry thing there but how about did you guys watch the kentucky derby uh-huh yep that so eric of course you know bets on yes everything so he's like i'm gonna let you pick the horses you pick three horses i'll put five dollars on it and i was like okay so i picked ridge strike to come in first place um summer tomorrow as second place and smile happy as third place. uh wouldn't you believe that ridge strike came in first place and eric was making fun of me because he's like oh okay he's like you've got, <laughs> he's like you've got the worst odds well, one, and then I was like, how much money did we win? He's like, none. You needed to win all three, or you needed to place in all three. And I was devastated. <laughs> oh, I was too, because I just was literally like, okay, so how much did $5 net you? It's got to be like five grand, right? Because <laughs> no, odds. nothing. So, Zero. Uh, not here or that lives where the Kentucky Derby was not televised. It is a huge horse race here in the U.S. It is in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, um, Bluegrass, Kentucky, Horseland. And it is the kickoff of essentially the trifecta of races, um, which is the Preakness, the Belmont Stakes, and the Kentucky Derby. And it is always the first Saturday in May. It's a huge ordeal because... I guess we could, we're going to do more research on this for next year's Kentucky Derby issue. Maybe we will report live next year from Kentucky Derby. <laughs> uh, fancy dresses and ginormous hats. I'm talking like a freaking whole peacock and who knows what else from the top of their hat. It's crazy off the wall. I love it. I love every bit of it. I love seeing all their outfits and the traditions. Like, yeah. You know, when they do the horn call to the stands and they call for riders up and the whole, like, I love all of it. But mm -hmm. this year, Sarah's horse that she bet on, uh, Rich Strike, was mm -hmm. in odds. It didn't even get entered in the race until, like, the day prior because another horse scratched. Mm -hmm. Freaking one. It had the worst position, like, on the outside of the track. And this thing came up out of nowhere and literally blew everybody away and won. I mean, it was like a the the jockey riding had never been in the derby before either. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a whole shock to everybody. Well, and I told Eric when I picked the horse before the race started, I said, you don't name a horse Red Strike unless you really think that it's you're going to strike it rich with that horse. I said, because then you just look like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> so the trainer, did you see that? I don't know. Rich Strike a couple years ago lost like 15 of his horses in a fire lightning. I did storm. not see that. No. And he was going to quit the industry because he was devastated. And then mm. he just like, stay in and win. 
Kentucky Derby. Like, I don't even know. His, he was on there, and so was his dad, who he is a spitting image of. And his dad, I mean, the dude himself was probably 40s or 50s, and then his dad was on there also. And they tried to get the dad to talk, and he was so choked up. And, like, mm. I'm such an empath. I can't handle it. So I'm, like, crying watching the Derby as if I've got anything in it. I don't. <laughs> um, but then, like, Next year, we we are having a derby party. Come hell or high water. Yeah. I didn't get around to making that dress this year. Um, I know. And our friend didn't get around to DJing our massive party either. <laughs> I'm not serious. We've got a year to happen. So next year, it'll be like, what's up, everybody? Come to the Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast kentucky derby party we'll do something yeah i thought for sure i was gonna win enough money like pay the house off and stuff and you're just like no you won nothing you needed to win all three (laughs) in my head five five dollars was at least gonna be five (laughs) thousand no i won nothing (laughs) not even how the math works either if that were the case but that is quite a bummer uh quite Quite a bummer. I don't know. But I always let him handle the betting stuff. But next year, I'm going to pick one horse. One horse. And if that's the one that comes in, then I win something. I don't care who comes in second or third. <laughs> no. That sucks that you did pick the right horse. And I, I wonder what, like, the largest payout was. Um, oh, I don't know, man. That's crazy I, to even think about. Because what was his odds? Like, 86 to 1 or something? Or 1 to 86 or something like that? At the time of the eighty to one. Oh, okay. Because it was eighty-seven to one, and then right up at the time of, like, they go right up to the start of the race. Mm-hmm. It's before that they shut off the betting. But either way, I think it ended up the official was like eighty to one, which is still just insane. Yeah. It afterwards being a lunatic and like biting that guy and biting the like um like lead horse that walks with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's rowdy yeah they were talking this morning um on the news about it and talking to the trainer and he said look he was in race mode and he thought that horse was in his way so but i guess the the trainer guy that was on the lead horse like helping them that kept getting bit had massive bites on his shins and his calf all, all kinds of stuff and it's just crazy like I don't know what a rebel horse like 80 to 1 odds I come back and I just beat you all what's that I'm gonna bite you too <laughs> but I mean what a good lesson though in life that no matter like how much people discount you you can always come out on top always yes and they asked too like oh did you think you could your horse could win the race and they said look we always said we would never enter a horse if we didn't think it could win mm-hmm. We would not enter him if we did not think he could win. And boom. So I don't know. I thought it was exhilarating. They said it was like the second best win in the history of the Derby as far as the odds go. Like the second, I guess, worst odds ever. Um, Yeah. But it is neat. Like I said, the tradition is, I don't know, you should look it up if you've not heard of it or seen it. Um, Definitely look up at least a clip because the announcers do such a fantastic job they're so animated they do. and especially like this one where it wasn't a long shot of like just the winner just winning that they expected you know whatever ho-hum 
this one where, you know, it, I guess it was a long shot. They're losing their minds, man, at the end when he starts coming up there and stuff. So it's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it. Uh, go check out the clip of the most recent derby from last weekend because it's super. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. It Yeah, it definitely is. And next year, like I said, I, I, hold me to it, everyone. Next year, we're having a party. Um, we're, we're just going to show up at someone's. I just scared a party. Where <laughs> at. And it'd be like, like, I feel like any other day, like, oh my God, what is she wearing? You know what I mean? But Kentucky Derby Day, they'd be like, oh, she's so fashionable. Look at that. She's wearing a full on turkey from her head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could get some birds at our favorite place, Lucasville. That's what I was thinking. Exactly what I had in mind. <laughs> in my mind, picturing that dude holding that turkey over his shoulder like <laughs> Like it was yeah. nothing with its wings just to flap it around. Right. Uh, now, to me, that would have been my end of trip purchase. Like, all right, before we leave, we got to go get that bird so that we can take it home. <laughs> right. Not like my start of the trip purchase. Like, well, we'll go ahead and pick a turkey up now and sling it on my back and carry it around to all 17 other buildings here and see what else they got. I first the order there, but. Uh, Clearly, there was a method to the madness that day. Yeah. He was there for a specific purpose. Oh, man. Aren't they all? Yeah. Um, oh, coming along nicely in our group. Mm-hmm. Um, the colors are kind of starting to change for everyone, no matter where they are. It's been far and now. I am starting to get some oranges. And my red one. I love that red one. Um, but there are, gosh, there are just so many different varying colors, I feel like. Next year, I'm definitely going to plan on a color palette or a color scheme. This year, I was just kind of like, well, whatever yarn I got, I'm just going to use that. And it's not looking real. Not looking but... The other one, I just don't even know. Like, I might honestly maybe just stop working on that one and just cut it off where it is because it is already bigger than my bed. And we still have another two-thirds of the year to go. Okay, well. And it's going to be so big. Like, I don't think I'm even, I'm not even going to be able to put it into a washing machine or anything. Here's what I'm thinking. And tell me if I'm crazy because I know that I started out with a whole lot of stitches. But... I'm also just struggling, and it's pretty heinous. So, given that we are only four full months in because we're not fully through May yet, I thought about perhaps reworking my colors, starting back from the beginning and doing, like, a nice scarf instead mm -hmm. this year, and then replanning out the blanket for next year because I am absolutely hating what I have so far, if I'm being dead serious. But, um, nonetheless... Join our group because this should tell you straight up that we've got some amateurs and beginners in the group. Me, it's me. I'm the amateur. Um, but we've got a lot of really talented folks in there. And again, I know I say this every time, but literally like the nicest, nicest folks. Um, I apologize. Is the girl from the ring haunting your house currently? No, I don't know. Someone <laughs> let their feral children out. I'm not sure. Somewhere down the street. 
now they're just screaming. But they have a pool. Oh. So I think it's a bunch of kids that are outside playing in the pool or something. But they just came out not too long ago. And I don't know what is going on. But they are screaming bloody murder <laughs> down the street. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm not sure. But I feel like I might have a trouble sleeping tonight. <laughs> I don't know. They're, I don't know. But yeah, I'm like... <laughs> Video tape, like supposedly whatever, whatever is that the one? Oh, the, what the? Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like any of them, but that's kind the of ring or something. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh, that was that was a doozy. Gave me some goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you been watching any recent Ghost Hunters? No, not recently. I haven't. You should look them up. There's some new episodes from the month of April that we didn't realize were out, so we're also catching up on those. Oh, okay. Um, but some good ones. Uh, I don't know. Anybody listening, if you're into that kind of thing or not. Some days I feel I might believe more than other days, or I guess whatever I'm watching maybe helps influence that. But either way, they're interesting shows, and uh, I don't know the, some of the OG folks um from back in the original episodes but uh we just stumbled across those yesterday that we've been missing out on some of those episodes yeah eric has really gotten into watching true crime (laughs) with me Um, not to love and i know that that sounds crazy but speaking of true crime uh let's dabble into a little bit of real life real fast how crazy about the officer and the inmate escaping that is crazy yeah Right before she was ready to retire. Uh, and then I, didn't, I didn't watch a whole lot about it or read a whole lot on that yet. Okay. Um, but it sounds like it had been planning for a very long time. Yes. And uh, Cliff Notes version, she sold her house off like way under value just to get rid of it. They were planning her retirement party. She'd been there like 30 years or something. Oh, my God. And she took him out of jail, supposedly to go to, like, a mental or a doctor visit. But you're never supposed to leave, like, take an inmate with just one officer. There's always more than one. And they had her on video just letting him ride out and him in the back seat, whatever. Well, then they, like, got one car, ditched it, went, bought a truck, ditched it, were found on video camera, a chase ensued. Out of Evansville, Indiana, and I believe they were originally from Alabama. Um, they ended mm-hmm. up in Evansville, Indiana, and allegedly, heavy on those quotes, um, she shot herself, later died of her inju- injuries sustained, and they've got him back in custody. And the officer at his original jail was on the news saying... That they had him shackled and cuffed inside the cell and were keeping him that way regardless of whatever rights it might violate. They will not unshackle or unhandcuff him. Well, okay. Here's my thing. Your rights go away as far as I'm concerned when you violate them. Well, and here's the plot twist. So, again, she unalived herself supposedly but there are (laughs) i've never heard it put that way before oh so facebook heavily 
certain terms. Oh. And I don't know. I'm in some odd groups, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Crime, crime groups. Um, but that's what they said she did, except he has two past folks that supposedly also that also happened to that he was also in their presence when it happened. And mm. I feel like that is a little bit coincidental. Very suspicious. And you know what I want to watch? Uh, HBO has a show coming out, or maybe it's a movie, I don't know, but called The Staircase. And I'm pretty sure that it is of the same story, The Staircase, where the guy said that on the stairs. Oh, I listened um, to asked about yeah, and then suspiciously, like, something happened with, like, their neighbor years prior to that, where now, like, he's suspected of murdering the neighbor's wife or something, and oh. they adopted their kids also. I don't know. It's a whole thing. There Netflix, was- I think, had a documentary on it. Mm. Yeah, I I do love some true true crime type stuff, and I don't know why, like, Give me a movie like The Ring or Paranormal Activities, and I won't be able to sleep for days. Right. But like, watch, like, I don't know, Charles Manson documentary, and I will fall asleep to it. Like, I don't know why my brain works that way, but... Yeah. Um, well, and it's just, like, interesting to think, like, where <laughs> where did your life take the turn? <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it one event, several that led up to it? Like, I don't know, maybe one about Aaron Hernandez. It's pretty interesting. Brenning, are you there? I like to be able to drown everything and everyone else out and either listen to a podcast or music. But the problem with music for me is then I'm singing and then I'm like getting down and then I'm like, oh, oh, the spreadsheet, back to the spreadsheet. So podcast, I feel like I focus better too. And especially mm-hmm. like true crime where it's just pretty, you know, low key talking. Um, that's usually my go to. I don't know. I like watching a lot of travel shows. <laughs> pretending I'm on vacation all the time because you are always on a temporary vacation for sure Um, (laughs) yes I know I do I I just never think of YouTube I watch some of these videos sometimes that I will stumble upon and I can't even think of they're always girls with impeccable makeup some of them are like maybe my size girls but they're giving you like a rundown on Okay, so this TikToker posted this video and there was this link and in this link it looks like it was this person, but it wasn't. It was this person, like a whole rundown on some mysterious, I don't know, is some TikToker being held captive or something crazy. Oh. Um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to tag you in some of them because uh, they're interesting. The videos aren't long, sometimes maybe like less than 10 minutes, but they'll go through like, like this one was a TikToker and she was like signaling for help through her videos and no one knew but it was like a whole thing um but i don't know that's the kind of stuff that usually sucks me in uh i don't know it's just it's a crazy world we live in these days but um people okay hopefully you could hear us loud and clear today 
please seriously send us an email um it's spelled all the way out so it's needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com um email us please tell me if if i still sound like crap i need to know because i don't want to keep torturing you all and forcing you to listen to me sounding this way um or if i sound amazing i would sure love to hear that too um or if you want to join our facebook group you can see sarah's world's largest blanket in progress <laughs> Um, it really is my puke blanket because it's basically what it's looking like um you can find that group it's on facebook it's called needles hooks and dirty looks podcast year-long stitchathon um or you can find us on social media all of our social media is the same handle which is at needles hooks dl uh like dirty look needles hooks dl and that is tiktok facebook messenger instagram find us everywhere um we don't really have, I don't really have a dirty look this week. If I'm being honest, we've had a great sunshiny. Yeah. So maybe we'll save it up and give somebody an extra dirty look next week. I don't know. Um, You have to join us here, I guess, and find out. Yep. Bye. Bye.